Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. All right, family, we have to sit down and have a conversation about something we learned yesterday about your favorite Subway sandwich on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Well, hello there. Hi. Tuna isn't tuna, because in Hollywood, as well as Subway, nothing is real, and everyone's eating fake tuna. This is actually horrible news. It's horrible news, but is it? Is it? Let's put a pin in that. But let me tell you the story first. Subway, uh, as apparently, is uh, being sued by two San Francisco Bay Area residents claiming that the fast food restaurant chain is making tuna sandwiches that are not made of real tuna. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is it then? That's, I think, the question everybody is dying to know. The well, answer to. according to these two people, Karen Danawa and Nalima Amin of Alameda County, Subway tuna sandwiches are made from anything but tuna. So they okay, tested so really, like anything but, but tuna. Tuna. Anything but tuna. Yeah, so they don't specify where uh, these lab tests were done or what these lab tests actually revealed, but they claim that they did real live lab tests on the Subway sandwich tuna salad and found that uh, this was anything but tuna. But to your point, no. Which, they have by a- the way, is a terrible product name. Anything like, but do tuna. Do not sell me anything but hey, tuna. Hey, would you like some of my anything but tuna? It's totally vegan. <laughs> it will so is um, wood chips. Okay. Um, but here's, here's you know, how did you describe your response to the story? That it was depressing? It was yeah. sad? Is it, though? Because here's what I would like you to ponder for a moment. If you were to find, mm-hmm. let's say, let's let's be generous. Now, by the way, I should just say on uh, Subway's behalf that they have said these claims are 100% meritless. I've seen people on Twitter so clearly telling the truth. Yeah, obviously. That they've worked at Subway when they made the tuna and they op- busted open cans of Chicken tuna, of the sea. Chicken of the sea. And made the tuna salad themselves. So it's tuna. So that's, put that in column facts okay but over here in uh the other column can we just ponder for a moment all of the foodstuffs at a subway and i don't want to pick on subway unnecessarily like any fast casual fast foodie experience Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever had like, um, like a fajita chicken sub, or like a fajita chicken salad, or something that had like fajita chicken? Um, no, but I've had their roast like plain chicken, and I've questioned whether or not. Well, I'm so have you ever looked at that chicken? chicken? <laughs> yes. Because have you noticed that they have cosmetic grill marks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uniformly placed, like, painted on. <laughs> um, my point is, I feel like when you want a subway sandwich, you're not really concerned about. I think okay, you yes. Like the most genuine of ingredients. So the argument that you're making, which I can appreciate because it's very similar to my argument about um, being naked on camera. No. There's always a camera on you, well, and it's always fake tuna. That's the thing. Um, no, my it's very similar to my argument about uh, shredded Parmesan cheese. Oh, yeah. Because Dust. it's mostly it's wood. wood chips. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know if it tastes like Parmesan cheese, and it looks like that what you expect, Yeah. and it's not going to kill yeah. you to eat it. Is it the worst thing in the world? Exactly. I feel like that about the tuna, but I also, also want to know if it isn't tuna what, what is actually it? is it right but because do i want because yes. do you want to, because i remember bringing you the story about the the parmesan cheese mm-hmm. and you didn't care i didn't actually you didn't care want to know didn't. so what i'm saying is i think and and look i'm you're not alone and many americans agree with you uh myself included because here's the thing my favorite subway sandwich of all time is mm. Well, seafood salad, right? Seafood sensation. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh, fancy. Sensation. Which is neither sea nor food nor, nor a sensation. sensation. <laughs> well, it will be eventually. <laughs> Out of all the Subway sandwiches, you choose that one? That is my... If, I, if I'm going to eat Subway, that's what I'm going to eat. You're going eat for the sensation. Because I would rather my... I can't wait. Non genuine <laughs> food experience be as non genuine as possible. Oh, well, like, you're just into give it. me yeah. the crab sticks. Okay, but that are molded from fish and then painted red. Okay, so that's what I want to start with, though, because you go into that knowing full well, imitation crab meat is an imitation of crab meat. Yeah. You already know that, right? But yeah. when you are getting this, the tuna sandwich, you are not assuming but, it's anything but tuna. I mean, to, to, yes, you <laughs> have a point. However, a terrible product name. <laughs> anything but tuna. But but when you eat chicken slices, right? That's not. There well, ain't no chicken ever had a breast that big. So I think what I'd like to suggest, actually, it is remarkable what like how all of the chicken at Subway is the exact width. Of the sandwich. Okay, bread. can I just share a little truth with you? That's not I sure. went okay. to the restaurant, uh, or not restaurant, the business, the Costco Business Center. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's over here. Yep. And they have a package of turkey that I buy mm-hmm. called Sandwich Ready for Sandwich Turkey Slices mm-hmm. because they have molded the turkey into the, to the shape of a sandwich yeah. so that they're all uniform. So that if you want to make a sandwich, all the pieces are the same. I know that ain't all real turkey okay, so up in there. Thank you for saying that because here's what this is what I'd like. I think that we're I think the the place where we can really make change 
is, is by adding the word imitation to everything, right? Because we're comfort. We've gotten to a place of comfort with imitation crab meat. We don't even we don't even think it is crab meat. Well, and I, we don't care. Yeah, we're like. I like Im- imitation crab meat. I will eat the imitation crab yeah, meat. I don't think any of that's different from anything else you're eating. If it's pre-sliced, diced, cooked, uh, or comes in a uniform shape, you should just assume... That it's imitation. There is an artificiality to it that you are comfortable with. I mean, meat so a hot dog. Call it all imitation. It's just imitation chicken. It's imitation tuna. But Imitation. But... but you you my my point is sure yes make that campaign but my point in terms of the story is everybody's freaking out about how the tuna ain't real but you should and just I was go like, in oh, knowing but you walked into subway thinking everything else was genuine do you remember the story about the bread wasn't mm. there a whole thing about the bread yeah i'm just saying i don't like, know what you're talking about what are you going to pull the well, right i don't want to talk about it without knowing what i'm talking no, about because then i sound like an ignorant this fool. was this was ruled on by the country of ireland oh yeah that Subway bread is not bread because a judge found that the sugar content of the bread at Subway exceeded stipulated limits and thus should be classified as a confectionery. It's cake. It's cake. <laughs> it's cake. It's cake uh, with anything but tuna. I would yeah. like a, a six inch anything but tuna on white cake. <laughs> so my my point is simply this. When I go to Subway, I want them to do all the magic. I'm not going to ask questions. Okay. So unless the tuna is now, look, there is a line. And if the tuna is found to be people, then I will abstain. Army hammer will enjoy it. Yeah, that's called the army hammer. (laughs) I'd like the army hammer, please. But, you know, but barring, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, where's your people? line, Bradley? I think, I think that's what people's my know. line okay, because humans. you could make a case that like insect protein deli loaf is fine. I mean, that's the future, probably. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine, and I don't want you to call it insect deli loaf. I want you to come up with a fun name. Yeah, come on, copywriters, get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting around, it's cr- it's cricket ham. It's cricket okay, ham. Okay, don't. No, that's... No. It's cricket bacon. Cricket ham. <laughs> Cocker roast. Uh, okay, Yum. there you go. Now we're talking. Awesome All right. roast. When we come back okay. on the Colleen and Bradley show, also keep the word... Cocker <laughs> So far away from anything that you're eating. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to eat something shockingly. Oh, my God. After it, all that talk, totally and you know genuine. what we're eating? Anything but tuna. <laughs> anything but tuna. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. It's Friday, everybody, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And because it's Friday, it means we're going to eat. And when we eat, it's because we're going to cheat. It's a cheat day. Eating, cheating. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. I'd love to. What are we sticking in our mouth? Well, uh, you have the bag in front of you, mm. but this is something I found at the Estacion de Gas. Uh, that is a gas last station. week, otherwise known as the holiday, and um, it's a new M and M's flavor. I don't even know how new it is, but I can tell you, it's. I think it came out this fall. Anyway, um, it's a new flavor of M and M's, and it's green. It is green, and it's pretty. Um, it is uh, key lime M and M's. 
and it says key lime with chocolate. So I'm I'm actually kind of excited because I think maybe they're chocolatey chocolate and it not is white a, chocolate. No, it is a white chocolate. Oh, As I, I look can't at read the, the ingredients, uh, I'm looking. That okay, is the mind. first ingredient on the uh, key lime. M&M's, you are not going to want to eat these if you have a milk uh, or soy allergy. Oh, darn. Uh, And that's, you don't, and you're fine. (laughs) Uh, It also may contain peanuts, tree nuts, and wheat, um, and bioengineered food ingredients. Okay. So basically, it's anything but tuna. Also, can we talk about something? Um, There's two servings in this. That's rude. It should just be one. Well, it's a share size. That's yeah. why. Well, oh, does it say so on the package? Yeah. So it's 170 cals per serving, according to the article I'm looking at, which yeah. means the whole package would run you about what three forty. Yeah. For I about don't a two. Share that. I know, right? Ain't, it's silly. Ain't nothing. Okay, so I, now. can I just say they are super cute, though? Like as far as M and M's go, the color scheme is. I like it. Yeah, you'd want to put these in a bowl and stage yes. them for a photo shoot. Yes. Now, I don't know if you guys, and we didn't have these, and I should have brought these in, but I did have a package of these uh, over the holiday. Sugar cookie M&M's? Um, no, I've never tried that, and that sounds amazing. They were they actually good? were really amazing. Sorry. What was the chocolate delivery in those M&M's? Uh, it was just, uh, it was a white chocolate experience. It? But it was like a cookie experience. Cookie. Cookies. Anyway, it was good. I'm not so sure about a key lime M&M, but I will admit uh, wholeheartedly, I'm not a huge, I used to love key lime, but now it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I've had enough creme brulee in my life. Yeah, it's like key lime, you're key limed out. Yeah. I do love key lime, though. Key lime pie is one of my favorites because I don't have it very often. So, um, unlike you, I have not grown tired of it. Yeah. So, I'm a little bit excited about this. Okay. Well, um, let's pop them in. Okay, do you I'm going to put one. one in your mouth? I do. I really do. And okay. they smell good. Do they smell like lime? Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, you guys. Are they good? Yeah, they're good. Really? I think Ollie? they are. Yeah, I think they're good, too. Yeah. What do they taste like? Key lime. They taste like Fruity Pebbles. I wasn't getting the fruit. Well, I guess I don't really know Fruity Pebbles that well, but. Definitely Fruity Pebbles. But you know what this tastes like? Weirdly, I'm having like a weird moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tuna at Subway? <laughs> yeah, it's like a tuna sandwich <laughs> at Subway. It's kind of like a chocolate Skittle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's I'm it. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, I would eat a handful of these, but I'm not digging. Mm-hmm. I like them, but you do get the white chocolate on the back. Yeah, end. you got to like white chocolate, too. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because if you don't like white chocolate, you're not. Mm-mm. I will say, though, I would think that's more of a fruit flavor than a key lime flavor. Mm. Yeah, that has nothing. The- or is it just like a fruity? If you put that in front of somebody. Like a lime fruity flavor. And told them to eat it without telling them that it's supposed to taste like key lime, I don't think that key lime would be yeah. like a mystery. That, it's like mystery Oreos when yeah. you first take the first taste. We should have made, made the suggestion. I should have not told you what this was. I Maybe don't know. we should make B. Arthur eat one and see what she thinks it I is. I think she's listening. Oh. Oh. The thing about it is... Oh my God, I thought you were going to stick that in your nose. Well, if I smell it, it smells like key lime. Are these like... Readily available places. I mean, I they got it on holiday. Just sitting guess, there. I'm not. I haven't been inside a place. No, I was going to say. When was the last time you walked into a gas right? station? I can't smell the key lime on these M and M's. Well, see, it's like contained in the bag. So, like the bag, I got the bag. Bradley gave me the rest of the bag. So I got the whiff, the bag whiff. Maybe it's just because you said fruity pebbles. That's what I can't get out of my head now. Um, I it would, tastes like the milk, yeah, in a bowl of fruity pebbles, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is not bad. Okay, so let's go around and rate They're these. Very sweet, though. They are sweet. I don't think. Well, it's a good thing that's a share size because I don't know if you could do the whole <laughs> bag. Okay, let's go around the room. <laughs> How many cobras we rate on a system of five cobras? Five being the mm. best. Uh, how many Cobras, Brad? I give it a 2.75. Okay. Holly? I'm going to give it a nice three out of five. Yeah, I was going to give it a round three as well. Because if these were in front of me and there were no other flavors, I would... Well, or like if I went... If I was checking out and I was like, oh, I just need a little sweet something and there were no... I I would buy them and eat them and not think twice about it. What about like... If you had a bunch of M&M's in front of you, oh, with, then where is this on the list? This is if I'm not in the mood for chocolate chocolate. Okay. Yeah, but I'm going to go with all the other M&M's first. Starting peanut with peanut butter. butter, second pretzel. Caramel. You know, you know the drill. We've got celebrities behaving badly coming up next. We call them D-bags. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. It's the Colleen and Bradley yeah, Show. Back. Oh, neat. Thanks, Lady Gaga. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. We're doing things, uh, and it's, uh, you know, that time of the show where we tell you about those celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is... G-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Okay. Hey, before yeah? you go on, uh-huh. I uh, have some breaking news. Would you like it? Um, the tuna at <laughs> Subway is people? <laughs> it is people. <laughs> And uh, no. Army Hammer is the new spokesperson. Stop it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I, I... Okay, so during the break, we were just talking about key lime pie M&Ms, yeah. right? Yeah. Eh, they're fine. You liked them. Yeah. I wouldn't kick them out of bed. Mm-hmm. 
especially where candy is concerned. So I um, saw that our boss was across the hall. Oh, yeah. So I ran in and I literally was like this. Let's see how this goes. Because I run in and because we just had a few seconds. I go, here, put this in your mouth and tell me what it tastes like. And I promise it's not poison. So she just looked at me like, uh, but being the radio yep. veteran that she is, she knew this was for a reason. Mm-hmm. So she complied, stuck the M&M in her mouth. I gave her a white one, you know, because there are three yeah. different shades, I think. So there's like a white and then there's a light green and then there's a dark green. So I gave her the white one because I thought Cause if she you give her know. a green one, then she's going to be tipped off to yeah. there's something going on here. Right. So I gave her the white one and I go, eat this. Tell me what, do you know what she thought it tasted like? What? Two things. The first, vanilla. I thought you were going to say toothpaste. toothpaste. I was like, nope. Vanilla. The first one was vanilla. And then she kept going mm-hmm. and doing that thing. And I go, well, what kind of other flavors are you picking up? And she said banana. So she she got vanilla and banana out of that. I think we need to bring her in to see somebody. Because I don't <laughs> feel like there's any banana happening. No, there was no banana. But I do find it interesting when you present somebody with something just from a blind perspective. Like, maybe she thought the white was vanilla, right? Yeah, I get that. Yep, so there's, like, suggestion in that. Um, But I don't know where she got the banana from. Yeah. Well, she was picking up, presumably, the... uh, Oh, she was picking up the... (laughs) (laughs) That's for a conversation off the air. She was picking up... A uh, flavor, a fruit flavor. Yeah. Yeah. So she was she was keying in on the fruit flavor, uh, and but she keyed the wrong fruit on the wrong. Well, because it was key lime. <laughs> that's Thank like when you. she calls Jason instead of me. Well, it happens. It happens to a lot of people. <laughs> it's easy to key in on the wrong fruit around here. <laughs> oh, did you just now get it? I was like, <laughs> she's not getting it. Well, welcome to Friday, Colleen. <laughs> no, I just got it because I. Th- yeah, no, people do confuse you and Bradley, or you and whoever. See, who are see. you? Yeah, exactly. Who are you? All right, now let's get to those D-bags, all right? Uh, my D-bag is turning into a frequent flyer. Oh. Her name is Rebel Wilson. You guys, oh, okay. She was on an Australian morning show called The Morning Crew with hugs. Sorry. Hughesley, Ed, and Aaron. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, she and they were interviewing her about what would they be interviewing her about? Can you guess what they'd be talking? About I don't want to guess about? what it is because I think I know what it is. But um, please, for the love like, of what would be the thing that Jesus she would Christos, be talking about? Tell me about? it's not about her year of health. Oh my gosh, Bradley! How did you know? <sighs> her sixty-pound weight loss and. She said the following. I think what's been really interesting is how other people treat you. Sometimes being bigger, people don't necessarily look twice at you. Now that I'm in good shape, people offer to carry my groceries to the car and hold doors open for me. I'm like, is this what other people experienced all the time? And I'm like, Rebel Wilson, you're Rebel bleeping Wilson. You've been experiencing this the whole time. Do not try to tell me that people weren't holding doors open for you because <laughs> Thank of your weight. You. Yeah. Girl. They took one look at Rebel Wilson and said, Oh, it's a celebrity. Right. Let me open the door for you. So don't do this like fake relatable thing. What are what I don't understand what she's trying to sell. Well, no, I know what she's trying to sell. But like, is she getting a commission from like the weight loss? 
consortium of well, also the, world. the weight loss consortium from 1997. Right. Right. Like this is so, or maybe let's go as far back as the early two thousands, like when that was still a. Th- it's just it's old, it's dusty. Like the fact that like she's offering up things that like people were, you know, highlighting on The Biggest Loser. Right. I mean, this is not. It's not to take away from her actual weight loss. Like that is not what this conversation is right. about for the listener who is uninitiated. Uh, to our show. The reason we gripe on Rebel Wilson's constant referencing of her weight loss is that it's lazy. Mm-hmm. And for a woman in 2020 who's successful and um, highly accomplished, like losing 60 pounds is not it. Like that's not where you should be focusing on sharing with the world. Here's what I think is interesting about not this. That I should be telling a woman what to do, but you know what I'm saying. Well, I will. Um,. <laughs> The thing that frustrates me about this conversation is, oh, geez, how am I going to explain this? Because it's it's wordy. Um, she is turning into exactly what she can't stand. Meaning, if her argument is people didn't notice her because of her weight and she was defined by her weight before she lost weight. And now all she talks about is her weight loss. She's now defined by her weight. Do you see what I'm saying? Yep. And that's what I think like she, the argument she's making is like, I'm not just my weight, but the words but she's saying that I'm going to tell you about is about is my, my weight. weight. Yeah. And it's um, it's Here's- it's so frustrating because it, it's like if you want to be more than if what you're trying to do, Rebel Wilson, is show us who you really are so that you maybe can make a pivot in your career or something like that, then show us who you really are. Yeah. But you're not doing that because every interview is about your 60 pound weight loss, which and people paying attention to you now. Again, you're a celebrity. They were paying attention, which is this narrative that women are only to be paid attention to if they're fat and funny or skinny and sexy. Yeah. Like that's the dichotomy. And she is choosing to play within that narrative. Now, as a person who, at one very specific point in his life, I am not trying to relate myself to everyone who has lost weight, but at one point in my life where I lost... A significant amount of weight. And I think it was 60 pounds. Oh, are you trying to be like Rebel Wilson yes, now? Yes, basically. <laughs> I don't remember if it was 40 or 60. It was a lot of weight. You've said 60 in the past. 60, then it was 60. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I kind of had to let go of that because, like, you're not the guy who lost 60 pounds. That's not who you are. Right. That's a thing that you went through. And the thing that I would like to share from my experience, not as a woman, not as an actress, not as a Rebel Wilson, but a person who also lost a certain amount of weight in a very specific moment of my life, thought for five seconds, oh, wow, the world does treat you differently when you're a different size. But you know what the sad thing I learned was? That might not be the case. Mm-hmm. The case might actually be that I liked myself more, mm-hmm. which is sad. Yeah. And that because I liked myself more, other people were attracted to that behavior right. and personality right. than they were somebody who wasn't. Right. Now, I'm not saying that society doesn't reward people superficially, but I'm saying it's very dangerous to get stuck in this narrative that the world only rewards people who look a certain way Mm -hmm. not because i don't think it exists or i don't think it doesn't exist 
but because for Rebel Wilson, you don't want that to be your only story. Right. Because then that's going to define you as much as you think your weight defined who your career was. It's the define it's it's letting other people define you that is the danger in this particular storyline. Story. Yeah. Maybe absolutely. I don't know. No, I agree with you. And and what she's doing is again, we talk a little bit about like how people are going to pivot. We've talked about this before with um, Jojo Siwa. Like, how is she going to pivot into being being accepted as an adult in the industry, right? Like, so then I think about that with Rebel Wilson. How is she going to pivot from the year of health being the year of health? How is she going to leave that behind and become who she's going to be in Hollywood? Yeah. Because all she's doing right now is making and- the rounds about this one moment of her life and can we talk about what a setup for not success this storyline is can i do you want to tell me why i mean i want to hear what you have to say first because they're like because if you define yourself by the way you look yeah that changes that's going to change there is going to come a time and she is setting herself up to then go back on a roller coaster and if she's internalizing that Mm mm-hmm that's going to affect her personality mm-hmm. and her feelings about herself. Yeah. That if for some reason she is a different size, yeah. that she will not think she is as successful as she was with this. Like, right. I just think that's it's dangerous territory to um, it, it's awesome to reap the rewards of society lavishing you with praise because you did something you think they wanted you to do. You know, we've got some extra D-bag because you still have a D-bag to share and then I have a D-bag double down. Oh, so right. why don't we just hang, hold on to your D-bags? Woo! Hold on to your we'll D-bags. We'll release the D-bags kids. after this on My Talk 1071. Keep that distance, you guys. Leave enough room for the Holy Spirit. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. And uh, we did not complete our earlier D-bag mission, and we had we a D-bag... Had to go hard on Rebel Wilson. And we had a D-bag double down. <laughs> so Prese- let's do it again. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Yes! Pew, pew, pew! Who was There's it? somebody out there on my whole life that doesn't like me because they're jealous, they're fat, and they're ugly. That is audio from Megan Fox, caught on the streets of New York City, uh, while wearing, sporting a large uh, engagement ring. <sighs> she is my D-bag. Um, and, and we talked about this a little bit with Elizabeth Reese. <sighs> Megan Fox is sparking engagement rumors as she's spotted with a ring on that finger while joining her beau, Machine Gun Kelly, at SNL rehearsals. Which, by the way, all of the words you just said amount to she knows exactly what she's doing. Exactly. Megan Fox Kelly. Oh, my God. (laughs) If she marries Machine Gun Kelly, she'll She'll be be Megan Megan Kelly. Kelly. What is Megan Kelly going to do? Well, she'll have to change her name. Okay, somebody better tell her that because mm-hmm. she needs to start thinking about another name. Um, in the meantime, uh, the 34-year-old... I some people have ideas. <laughs> well, I'm not going to go there. Uh, I wasn't either, but then I couldn't not go on. <laughs> the Transformers <laughs> actress, 34, flashed her chunky new ring. And you guys, it's so obvious that she is trying to get attention with this ring because the way so she's obvious. holding it, the size of this ring... 
Now, the thing we know about women in Hollywood and rings is what? They don't, you don't take one off or put one on unless you want people to be talking. Yeah, and very rarely does the wearing of a ring indicate anything other than I mean, that which you just described, which yeah. is attention-seeking behavior. Because honestly, also in Hollywood, even if you're wearing one because you're married, it don't mean nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it just never means anything. So what it means in this context is middle finger. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Brian Austin Green, who's busy schlumping uh, Sharna Burgess. He's schlumping her? Well, I was going to say her, but just schlumping sounds, you know. It sounds a little friend. unwieldy, but you know, if that's what oh, they come get over into. Here, honey, I'd like to slump you. <laughs> He's just kind of flopping on her um, in Hawaii or some such place. I think probably in California. Um, anyway, the moral of the story is I think this is just a big bleep you to Brian Austin Green mm-hmm. in her social media war. I shouldn't even call it social media. It's a media war with her now ex, even though their ex exdom is not official. Yeah, I. These two legally official, I mean, just want people to be talking. And if that's the thing that's going to get people to tune in to Saturday Night Live on Saturday, then so be it. Yeah. Like, oh, in the same breath that you talk about a ring, you remind people that that he's on Saturday Night Live. Is she going to be somehow there? You know, I wouldn't be surprised because I don't think it's normal to bring your like during a pandemic to bring extraneous people onto the set if they don't need to be there. I don't think that's a thing. Um, I don't know. What do I know? But I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't show up in something because big actress, yeah, they're going to use her. I will be curious. Somebody, I hope, will do the the yeoman's work following the pandemic uh, lull in movie making Um. To, to see how celebrities navigated this time where they couldn't get attention making actual movies. Right. That they really did have to rely on getting headlines by just going to donkeys. Yeah. Or ben putting Affleck. on fake rings or laying on a beach with Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Right? Or trying to, yeah, or like trying to get people talking by having two parties post pictures from the same resort. You know, it's... Yeah. It 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 has been interesting for sure. I think everybody is doing uh, their jobs and their work a little bit differently, right? Even the celebrities. All right, so um, I have a D-bag double down, and his name is Jared Leto. And it's not because of the thing you think, right? Because everybody's What's talking about... Well, everybody's talking about that mis- misking, missing Oscar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. not why. Which we uh, talked about yesterday being a hoax, but anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, but that's not why I'm calling him a, a D-bag today apparently he was on the late late show with james corden and he wants us to know that he almost signed billy eilish and phineas her brother what yeah he almost signed them before their rise to fame he said quote 
they weren't signed. And I thought that maybe I would just try to sign them. They were so incredibly talented and just very special people. The music is one thing, but I think they're just incredibly intelligent, really empathetic, just really good people. And I quite like them a lot. Number one, when did he turn British? Number two, (laughs) and I mean number two, (laughs) when you say I almost did something that somebody else did and was very successful as a result of it. Yeah. But you didn't do it. Yep. You're like, oh, I was totally going to do that. That's so dumb. That's just, no, you didn't do it. And so, like, you can deal with that. But saying that doesn't make you closer to having done that. So that's kind of like me saying, oh, have you seen The Crown, Colleen? Uh, No, but I have that. Wait. What? (laughs) Okay, so that's it is actually it's the equivalent of I have that. And for those of you who don't know what I have that means on the Colleen and Bradley show, there's a story back when everybody was into making a murderer on Netflix where Bradley, were you filling in on Lori and Julia? Yes, you were. You were filling in uh because it was during a time when you and i would typically stay and and hang out with Lori or julia when one of them was gone and you were talking about making a murderer and you asked julia have you watched making a murderer and she said oh no but i have that okay you, you so have it's, that? it's on netflix I like mean, ev- everybody ev- has. everybody has that <laughs> everybody who has netflix which almost is everybody but she said it with such like, oh, no, no, I haven't seen it, but I have that. I have yeah, it. I, have that. I, have like, it. I just haven't used it yet. She hasn't gotten to her pile of unviewed <laughs> Netflix selections. Kind of like in the old days, we would have, you know, like VHS tapes just sitting there waiting to right. be watched. Like, oh, no, but I have that. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do it. So now, Which anytime is- we want a shorthand, like, oh, I saw what you're referencing. Yeah. Or I've... I haven't done it I yet. I haven't but done it. It's accessible. But I'm aware to that it's in the universe. <laughs> Which yeah. is exactly what Jared Leto is doing right now to Billie Eilish and uh and Phineas. It's like he wants to be part of the conversation. He wants to hitch his wagon yeah. to their success, but he doesn't actually have anything to do with it. He just wants you to know he almost did yeah. this thing. Or that yeah. But he didn't do that thing. Or like if you've got a friend, uh, I don't know. I, I can just see a number of situations where you're like, Oh no, no, yeah, no, I'm right. I, like no. if I said to you, if or if you asked me, like, have you ever been to this hot, trendy new restaurant? And I said, No, but I've driven by it. Yeah. Or you know, okay, my, my friend's congrats. uncle went. Oh, okay. Neat. Yeah. So the question was, did you do did it? Did you? But the answer clearly so the is answer is no. No. Right? So <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. I'm like, why is Jared Leto first of all, why is Jared Leto talking so much? What's he in? He's got a new movie out. It's with Denzel Washington. Oh, that's and it's right. gonna be on HBO. Okay, Max. yes, that's right. You're yes, I have that. Um uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's called but, The Little Things. Yes. I have that too. But I just think it's so interesting as he's making the rounds, these stories he's telling. And this is not like Jared Leto because Jared Leto is very notorious for trying to be aloof. This is the man, remember, who was out of town on some sort of like silent retreat and came back into town and there was a pandemic. Oh, yeah. And he was like, what's going on? Right. So this is a person who's notoriously aloof. I don't know if like he's been advised to tell these 
headline like, gripping stories. I mean, somebody's probably behind having him push these out, or yeah. they're trying to distract from the. Is there a drug problem we're trying to? What are no, we? well, th- yeah, drug related, perhaps right. sale of an His Academy Award. Academy Award. That's a total conspiracy theory slash blind item. But we're so here for it. But I mean, you know, we're not the news. Mm-mm, we just tell you things. Yes. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the easiest show to rewatch? Six five one. 641-1071. Which show do you say I have that to? And then you actually watch it. What is the easiest show to rewatch? Give us a call. We'll talk to you after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.